The New Year's Six Bowls, also some pretty good days. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are always solid, solid sports days. Tomorrow is no different. Starting things off with Bama and Kansas State in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Bama is now up to minus seven. Total is 56 and a half. The big news in this game are that Bryce Young and Will Anderson are both going to play for the Tide, arguably the two best players in college football. Kansas State comes into this matchup. Really good coach team under Chris Kleiman. No opt-outs for them. They get a chance to go against Bama. You know all those players are looking forward to it. What are you doing in Bama, Kansas State? So I think I'm going to buy the half point and take Kansas State seven and a half. Ooh. I feel really good about the the defense with Kansas State. And I just don't really like what Alabama has done offensively. I think Bryce Young is the best player in college football. Agreed. I think the, the weapons that he has on the outside are far inferior to what he had last year, and it shows. So I think Alabama wins, but I think Kansas State has been a really fun team to watch. You know, they, they find them themselves in a, a precarious situation given the current layout. You know, they couldn't make the college football playoff because it's only four teams. Mm -hmm. But I felt like they were playing some of the best football at the end of the season. And that's what excites me about this. And I'm so happy that this game is not riddled with opt-outs because I think you're going to get to see what makes bowl season so special. Because normally you wouldn't see Kansas State and Alabama. Like, they're not scheduling that non-conference. First time they've ever played. And if they do schedule that non-conference, it just happens to be a year where Kansas State isn't very good, which happens to be kind of frequently over the past couple of years, right? So I'm glad that it's both these two teams are coming in at relatively full strength here. It, it I'm, I'm rolling with Kansas State on the 7.5, but I think this game is going to be a really fun game to watch. As college football fans, I'm just excited we get to see Bryce and Will play one more time. It's awesome that they're not sitting out. I think it says a lot about why Nick Saban continues to get the best, best recruits and why he continues to get great recru it's recruiting the culture, classes. Man. It is the culture. I mean, look at all the top players around the country who are sitting out in these meaningless bowls. Alabama were the preseason favorites to win it all. They were the number one team in the country. They had all these expectations. They're playing in the Sugar Bowl. That really doesn't have a lot of significance. And the fact that Bryce and Will are both playing in this game, like you said, it speaks to the culture. So the interesting thing about this game is the motivation aspect of it for Alabama because obviously they were the fifth team that they were the first team left out of the playoff. They're the number yeah. five team in the country. And TCU was one of the teams that got in. And TCU obviously split this year with Kansas State. They lost the Big 12 title game. And the first meeting against Kansas State, they were down 18 in yeah. that game. Kansas State had their first two quarterbacks knocked out of the game. And their third string had to come in. TCU made a big comeback and won the game. But don't you think Alabama's sitting there like, Let's show everybody this team that TCU struggled with that we can uh, we can take care of business with them pretty easily. I I'm with you. Though. What's going to be interesting to see, Denton, in college football, man, I don't know how these Vegas odds makers do it, but when everybody is betting on a team and the line continues to inflate, always take the underdog. Like, always. Like Pitt UCLA today. Line kept going up and up and up, and everybody was on UCLA. Pitt wins the game outright. Yeah. So if this stays at seven, I think that's telling and Bama's the right side. If this goes to eight, eight and a half, nine, nine, if this closes at 10, Kansas State might win this game outright potentially. Yeah. So I think you're, you have the right idea with the hook. 
because once it starts going, because you know everybody's going to bet Bama. Okay? Everyone, you know, every, every, you know everybody is. So if this goes up, it's not Kansas State money coming in. It's Bama money coming in. So just keep an eye. If this thing gets inflated tomorrow morning before the game, if it goes to eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, you got to take Kansas State. And I think you got to sprinkle a little bit on the money line too. Bama plays everybody close when they're not at home. All their road games all year have been tight games, yeah. one point, two point, three point games, one possession games, and that's how Kansas State likes to play. This is their Super Bowl, getting a chance to play the Tide, so should be a really good game. I'm interested to see. We've seen it go from six and a half to seven. Does it get any higher? But as of now, it's seven. I'm gonna roll with Bama. If it's get if anything north of eight, though, Denton, I'm going to ride with yeah, you on K-State. You're rocking Kansas State. Ride with you on K-State, man. All right, this next game, the Cotton Bowl, Tulane <laughs> and USC. So this game is always an interesting handicap because it's the true motivation test, right? Especially a team like USC, who was playing in the Pac-12 championship for a chance to go to the playoff. You lose that game. And now you got to turn around and play in really a meaningless bowl against a Tulane team that had an historic season. They're so fired up to play against one of the top dogs, one of the biggest brands in the sport, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And I, I would think Caleb Williams is going to play in this game. He's coming back to USC next year. So I know he was dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury in that Pac-12 title game. Hopefully he plays. I, I'm going to take USC, though. I am, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley teams in bowls are usually hit or miss, but I think in his first year, he wants to set the tone a little bit. He wants to set the precedent and Tulane's had a really nice season. They're a really good running football team and they have a really sneaky, good defense. With that being said, though, they haven't seen the athletes that they're about to see on, on, uh, on Monday, man. I mean, these USC receivers and running backs and that quarterback, Caleb Williams, it's just, it's a different kind of breed. So. I think this spread is as low as it is because USC is having some guys opt out. They're not sure whether the motivation is there or not. If USC comes to play, though, Denton, Tulane doesn't have the firepower offensively on, in a passing attack to really exploit USC. And because of that, I think USC can cover this minus two. Yeah, I'm rocking the other way. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm rocking the other way. I, in a perfect world, this would be a three-point spread, mm -hmm. and, I, and I would take Tulane with a three, potentially three and a half. The, the thing about USC, I have this terrible taste in my mouth. Their defense cannot tackle. No. Watching that game against Utah, like, physically hurt <laughs> me. You know, I, I've been riding with them this entire season. Caleb Williams is a DMV guy local to where I grew up, so yes, I want to see Gonzaga. him have success. Uh -huh. I was pumped that he won the Heisman, but, man, their defense could not stop Utah. So I, I know the, the caliber of athlete is different with a Tulane versus a USC. I'm sure Tulane fans hate that, but it is the reality of, of what this game is. But I'm, I'm going with Tulane because I think this is a bigger moment for them, and I think they're going to be up for this game a little bit more than USC is. USC had larger aspirations this year, and you just can't fabricate the the, 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 the downside of this, right? Like you should be playing tomorrow on new year's eve you think that in your head and you just couldn't get it done it's hard to get back up and i know this the the cotton bowl is a huge game i understand that but i i think Tulane is going to to stun the world and keep this close because i just don't trust usc's defense to tackle I, look i pretty think fundamental thing you got and i think that's success. why it's a dead over game i mean yeah. usc can't tackle usc is going to get their points it's it's in dallas it's on the turf you don't have to worry about weather or anything like that i think this is a dead over game USC and Tulane should be a shootout, should be a fun game. 
But I can see why you like Tulane, Denton, and and I think it's 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 if this gets to three, then uh, then things could change. Then you're you're really looking at that line hard and saying, all right, I can buy a half point there and really have some fun. Definitely could. Third and thirteen for Clemson, and incomplete pass. So here we go again, another field goal try Ugh. for this poor kicker from Clemson. And if he goes over three, Denton. I don't know, man. Does the strategy change? Does it become four if down territory? If he goes territory? 0 for 3, you're going for it on fourth down. Oh, fourth and 26 from the 20? <laughs> We're going for Madden it. Who cares? Rules, no punting, no kicking. So we'll see uh, We'll see here if we can knock this down. B.T. Potter, he's a senior. He's been really, really good in his he career. Missed, wait, hold up. He missed three field goals on the season, and he's missed two tonight? Are you serious, bro? 55-yarder and a 49-yarder. This one's 42. Oh, oh my missed. God, he did. He did. Oh, my Lord. He missed another one. Oh, that poor kid. Dude. 7 nothing game. Tennessee is up. Cade Klubnick can't believe it. The, the Clemson feels like they should be up 9-7 right now. Instead, it's 7 nothing. Good snap. Good hold. Turned over the laces, and Potter just couldn't knock it down, and he is stunned. Dabo thought it was good. He was holding his hands up. Can't believe it. Remains 7 nothing game, Tennessee. That's horrible. Mm. Stop sending him out there. I mean, at this point, you're killing the kid's con- Like, yeah, It's no the doubt. new year. New year, new me. You're killing this kid's confidence right now. He's going to go into the new year with the old him, and you can't do that. Can't do that in 2023. And again, Nick, where's the special teams coordinator? Nowhere Tennessee. to be seen. Yeah, Nowhere to be well, seen. At this point, it would be kind of rude to just that's, keep putting yeah. him up there cheering. <laughs> Four missed field goals. That's, that's a fair point, too. All right, Dan, let's finish this up with the Rose Bowl. Penn State and Utah. Kyle Winningham, as good as it gets for Utah in these bowl games, always has his team ready. Utah has some experience. They played Ohio State in this spot last year. Penn State, you know, you look at Penn State's schedule and, like, what's their best win? They got blown out by Michigan. Ohio State, they were hanging around with in the fourth quarter until the Buckeyes blew that open. We It was probably Purdue opening game of the season. We thought Purdue. that win at Auburn was going to be pretty good. Maybe Maryland when mm-hmm. they, you know, 30 to nothing them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. With all that being said, though, I do like Penn State plus two and a half in this game. Their defense is pretty solid and I think can contain that Utah offense. And Utah's defense, I know it was fantastic in that second half against USC. It's really not as good as people think it is. Penn State, if there's one thing they have, is two really good running backs. They're going to lean on those guys. The Rose Bowl game, it feels like these last couple years, Denton is always close. Always. It always is high scoring. It always comes down to the end. Field goal type game. So give me the underdog plus two and a half with Penn State. If this goes to three, absolutely love it. But I still like it at two and a half. Uh, I'm, go, I'm going Utah here. I... I'm excited to watch the matchup in the trenches, which I'm sure it's a complete opposite from watching Jackson Smith and Jigba go for nearly 500 yards by himself last year. But the matchup in the trenches is going to dictate this. Penn State got some dudes, but Utah has full-grown adults down there, man. I think that's going to be the deciding factor, and I love a Kyle Whittingham coach team in the month of January, so I'm going Utah to cover the two here. All right, good stuff. Oh, can't wait. We're getting our first taste of the New Year's Six. We got three more games tomorrow, including the college football playoff. 